you know, we, I think we have to celebrate here. And this is our hundredth episode. That's a milestone. Hundredth episode. Jeez. A hundred episodes. So we've done over a hundred hours together. Think about that. It's really insane because this was something that just started as like this, like conspiracy show. Yeah. Which was actually really fun in college. It was. Because, you know, you're just like snake's den. (laughs) Yeah, that snake's den. Yeah, but then somewhere down the line, I'm just like, man, like, I feel like we have more fun talking about just like, just like anything, not just like, not just like, like conspiracies, crimes and like the curses. Yeah. (laughs) So. But we're here. Why don't we look back on some of the moments? Like, what are some of your most memorable moments of being on the show? Like, I can think of, like, just the the days. I remember recording our first episode and being in the snake's den late at night. Remember that? When we're in there late at night and it was creepy and we're doing some creepy topics. Y'all creepy topics and you have, like, the really, like, creepy music playing. And I kept on playing, dude, like, lower it. I'm getting, like, scared here. It trips me out. (laughs) That one, and then and then I can recall just thinking back to once COVID really just took a hit to this country, and we were doing the shows like in the midst of just when the pandemic was at its worst. Mm-hmm. Just like looking That's- back on those episodes, and it's just crazy that we were able to make it this far and survive this thing and do the show during it was insane. Is that it? You know, it was really like an unprecedented time because it, you didn't know what was going on. Nope. And it's this show really was just like an idea that like I that, that I came up with would like, oh, like, I'd love to just talk about like conspiracies and stuff. Like, it's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> and like and then it just turned into us just like talking about random stuff and a lot of sports, too. You know, yeah. this is kind of like your secondary podcast. Sports, sports which, show. Which, you know, a, a lot of people have. Like, they'll have multiple podcasts with different stuff they talk about. It's not like, it, this is not like a niche thing. No, we usually go over whatever's trending and things in the news. But there's there's so much to talk about today, I think, from the whole sports things with the Jets, the Giants. We'll get into those main previews and then the Aaron Rodgers thing of him lying about getting the vaccine. And then if you heard about the Travis Scott concert, which was insane, Astro oh World, which eight people were left dead. Confirmed, dude. People said yeah. that there was possibly more. But I wanted to talk to you about, like, did you see this thing about Big Bird on, on Twitter? No, why? what happened? Apparently Big Bird has a Twitter. And, like... I gotta pull I gotta pull this stuff up, man. It's really like it's really hilarious. Oh my god. Um it was trending today or did it start yesterday? He did it yesterday. It's so funny. Um actually no, we will um yeah, it was it was it was yesterday. Um so Big Bird on Twitter, he said, I got I got the I got the COVID nineteen vaccine today. My wing is feeling a little sore, but it'll give my body an extra protective boost that keeps me and others healthy. Um, Miss at Erica R. Hill even said, I've been getting vaccines since I was since I was very little. And that's just like a paraphrase because the uh, tweet kind of cuts off from what I'm reading. But 
it's basically like, you know, Sesame Street has always been an ambassador of spreading positive messages throughout throughout the entire world. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what that's what that's what um what's that called? Public public uh public opinion? No, not public opinion. It's like what PBS, like those public Oh, okay, those, I know what you're talking about. Public those both the public broadcasting shows. That's what they're all about. It's about the education of youth. That's that's been their MO since I think the show started. And I think it started the seventies, mid late seventies, something like that. But yeah, so it's just it was just Big Birdie's Twitter page thing. I got I I got the COVID vaccine, and people on the right, especially like especially one politician, was they were pissed. They were pissed, I, and you know that, and you know that that politician that was pissed. Oh, is it Trump? The, the, no, no, the one and only senator from Texas, Ted Cruz. Oh God! <laughs> he tweeted. He tweeted a minute after that tweet was out. Government propaganda. Dot dot dot. For your five year old, <laughs> you should go up on your. You should go up on on your phone. Check the check. Check this out on Twitter. Go type in Big Bird on Twitter, and, and you'll see what I'm talking about. You're right. Some woman named um, um, Laverne Spicer said, "This is this this is propaganda." Yeah, there's people um, on, on Twitter saying that. I don't know why people are so mad when Big Bird and these shows were doing this since like the seventies. <laughs> oh yeah, Big Bird, Sesame Street were big time. Were were, were big time advocates for um, um immunization for 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 kids like and and i said that that's been going on since the very beginning ted cruz some guy named golden named golden advice it's at it's at richard stiller for his twitter name is golden advice with three with three u.s flags politicizing big bird for maximum big pharma profit at our children's expense is how is a new low I never dreamed of seeing in our country. Sick, P-H-U-C-K-S. So sick bucks is what he's trying to say. Oh my God. And then like an angry face. And then some girl named the Mod Alice, Mm -hmm. M-O-D Alice. Fuck you, government funded Big Bird. Enjoy the embers of a fallen country, you fucking communists. We will enjoy the actual rebuilding of our republic. What is happening? <laughs> what is happening? And there's, dude, there's so much more. Uh, Lisa Booth says brainwashing children who are not at risk from from COVID. Twisted. Yes, they are at risk, idiot. <laughs> Some guy named Chernovich. Isn't it illegal to advert to advertise drugs to children? What do you mean advertise? It's not advertising Jack. First yeah, off. A five-year-old child is not going to be is not going to go on Twitter and see that tweet and go, "Oh, I got to get this." No, first off, it's the it is the parents that it's the parents that make the appointments for 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 their kids to get vaccinated. This is something that is just what Sesame Street has always done. They promote, they push forth, they push forth 
ideas that are for the betterment of society. They've always done that. Yeah. And and now the, the right is acting like it's propaganda yeah. and it's not. Because just, you really have the pandemic out here and they're still acting like it doesn't exist or it's not that bad. Sesame there are Street people the Muppet. still dying Sesame, from this thing. Sesame Street just, just, they just like, I think like a couple of years ago, just added a Muppet that was like autistic, I believe. Mm-hmm. And they added a um, Muppet that was, um, I believe, homeless too. Like they, they do, they, they push these things, man. Like this is what they do. It's important it's that education. they do it. Yeah, it is. Well, <laughs> they just don't want to see it as that way. I don't know. They keep spinning things. Just people just have no like. I don't get it, man. I really don't. There's just our country is going down the tubes, man. I hope you like. I hope you're like looking at it and like seeing it for what it is. I've been I've been seeing it for the past probably five five probably five years. I'd say five or six years. Because I mean, anything that involves one side of thinking is going to get completely crushed by by the other side. It's 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 everywhere. It's everywhere. Politics, politics. It's 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 like what you said before. It is the discussion. It it is. I see it's in politics, sports, entertainment. You see guys on freaking social media having fights about whether Eminem is a freaking top five rapper of all time. Like, dude, like people are like, like just like crushing each other over opinions, over whether like over whether like Tupac made like an actual impact on on hip hop like people are like like viciously fighting over that it's like oh you're like you're an absolute imbecile like you don't know anything about hip hop it's like what and and don't get me started about sports dude i see it all the time yeah the whole, the time. especially with the whole kneeling issue kneeling issue even something as simple as how of how a freaking player performs in one game like, or, or, or what happened with Gruden there in Oakland? Oh, yeah. Or well, you're Las talking Vegas. about actual legitimate issues. I'm talking about petty things like people like that will that will defend LeBron James to their graves. They're called they're called <laughs> bronze sexuals. <laughs> And then all the and then all the um, LeBron haters they all they all go to war with each other. It's all just it's, it's all just like it's all just needless brawling, dude. It's it's not needed. It's not cool. Nobody enjoys this crap anymore. It's just insane. Yeah. Like, and this is a, and this is a big example of it, dude. With freaking Big Bird, a freaking Muppet. Even a Muppet man, isn't dude. safe anymore. You know, man, Twitter, the internet, social media, this stuff was supposed to bring us, like, together as, as a actual, like, society. It's toxic. And, and it's giving these people just this platform to just come out here and spew their nonsense. Because I'm telling you, if this was, like, if, if this was, like, 1980... 
it, you probably would have heard it maybe in like in somebody's house like oh like if, if you went to somebody's house and like their parent was like oh get this crap off my tv like this guy is spreading communist propaganda like it, you go to somebody's house and then guess what you leave yep and then you and then you forget about it this stuff is that this this stuff is pasted man it is there it's not going away it's there for everybody to see and what's scary is that these hot these like high profile figures like kanye west buy into it and then they start believing it and spreading it to their fans and then the fans start to look at it from his view and it's just a dangerous game speaking of like kanye and like other hip-hop artists i want to transition nice transition into the whole travis scott thing man because he's because travis scott's getting a lot of flack on social media too cancel travis scott yeah for not stopping that concert i mean it's just and i kind of agree with him getting the flack because lincoln park stopped it and they had the proof of that going on on twitter i don't know if you saw that but the people on twitter were posted when lincoln park canceled their concert because of similar things going on with fans getting hurt and injured mm-hmm. it's dude it's these festivals astroworld warp tour um isn't coachella a, a coachella is a festival too um i'd say so but does Coachella take place in like, like a big field, like what Astroworld was? Yeah, I believe Coachella, so. It's one of the Coachella, biggest. It's these, dude. It's these. It's these big ass festivals. That's why with concerts, you're better off just going to an actual arena concert because there's a cap on how many people can actually get into get can get into the building. There's tons of security baggage check dude like they don't like they're, 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 they're not allowing drugs or any sort of like foreign weapons inside like these open field concerts are just us are just a haven for like something bad to get in like it, these guys are freaking smoking stuff that's that's a, a lace with fentanyl like that 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 stuff kills you in two minutes yeah that's what's killing people. The fentanyl also getting trampled because they because there's too many people in one space. If you fall down, you're getting stepped on. You're not, you're not going to get picked back up. No. And the problem is, is that because there's so many people and so little security that there's no help coming. If you're in the middle of that mess watching the concert, you're almost like trapped. Yeah. You're not getting out. It's just, it's something that... It's something that either the states or the or the federal government needs to really like look into. They do. I think, but I think that's probably a state issue because I think the because I think the federal government has other issues to to look at. I don't think that they're going to look at like you know like like Astro World like safety safety regulations. That's got to be the state. They got to really think about like, okay, what's the proper amount of security that we can have at these places? Should we get rid of general admission? Because general admission, that's bringing these like hundreds of thousands of people in this one space. Like, do we have to put a cap on the amount of people that can actually come in? Baggage check, should we invest in um, uh, metal detectors? Should we invest in i don't know drug drug um sniffing dogs like 
how can we increase the safety at these at these events because safety is a top priority 100 percent. top 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 priority it's at all the arenas msg barclays center prudential center metlife stadium i'm just talking about like the local places yankee stadium city field it's there it's all about safety so it's unless it's a you have a freak accident like the like city field had at the beginning of this year if you can recall remember that that concert that happened the guy that fell off the balcony and and died in city oh, I field. remember that yeah there I was, a guy, that. was a guy died at city field this year because apparently he fell off like one of the top balconies during a concert and no one knew that he fell and he was just there for days typical mets curse who's whose concert was it I have no idea. I just remember it happened months and months ago. Because I told you, I said, this just adds to the Mets curse. I want to see something. You're going to look it up? Yeah. I think we reported it on the show. I think. I'm pretty sure we did. This is episodes and episodes ago. But there's just so much thing, so many things going on right now. And Oh, well, I'm... Uh... Dead and Company. That's um the Grateful Dead and um and, and John Mayer. Okay. Yeah, that took place back in August. Yeah, Dead and Company. Yeah, the Mets curse. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's you got to be careful, dude. Concerts like and it's, again, like I said, dude, they 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 really need to be checking these bags of of, of what these kids are bringing in because. They're laced with such deadly shit, like fentanyl. Fentanyl is like deadly, but like with like one ounce. And you got to put a cap in the amount of people that can come in because you can't pack that many people in. Because when you when somebody falls, or somebody trips over, or you're getting pushed and shoved, you're gonna get stepped on. It's happened before, man. This is stuff that's happened before, and it's really surprising how. And nobody has ever thought of just trying to heighten up, up security or try to build a better system to, to, to improve security and to improve safety. But the other element, too, is whether Travis Scott should have ended the show. I think he should have ended the show. That's just my thing. I agree. People will say, oh, well, he couldn't hear because, were, because he has to say to other to 50,000 other people. It's like, well, the person that was being trying to be resuscitated was literally like two feet below him. He could see all, all the um, paramedics walking to the guy. So it's not like he's blinded. He could see him. And the crowd was chanting for him to stop. And you can't really say, oh, well, think, well, the other people, man, I doubt the other people even paid to get in, dude. These yeah, guys the break through fences. In. Yeah. Yeah. They bust through fences and stuff just to get in, dude. It's an open field. This isn't a venue. It's an open field. Unbelievable. And uh, there, he, I don't know if he's going to have to pay any consequences here, but. It's not looking good once the evidence comes out here that he could have stopped it and he didn't. That doesn't look good. Plus, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not e even a fan of his music. I don't either. I really not. don't get. I really don't. And you know, I'm a hip hop fan, and I just don't get like, th like they acted like this guy was Drake 
or Tupac, like we're really rushing to the stage to see this guy. He isn't that great. Sorry. No, absolutely not. But now that we can get in the topics of controversy, I think we should just do a quick take and this could lead us into the, the giant game, the Henry Ruggs incident. Oh, awful. What an idiot. What an idiot. I don't get people, dude. Like, you get the, it's the freaking, it's the famous athlete syndrome, man. It's when you think that you're invincible, you think that you, nothing can go wrong in your life, and then you do one wrong thing, cost somebody their life, dude. That was awful. Killed an innocent woman and her dog, and, 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 all, and he's going, what was it, 157 miles per hour? 156 still doesn't make a difference, man. The guy freaking plowed into her. With any like, no seatbelt on. No seatbelt on, and then he lives. Can you like, believe that? Like unbelievable. The innocent person dies and the guilty one. It's insane. And and Derek and, Carr saying that he wants to show him love. I want to he needs to be loved. Get out of here. He killed an innocent woman and her dog. He needs to be loved. This guy was, yeah. wasn't even cooperative at the scene. He didn't even want to take a breathalyzer test. Give me a break. Do you see um, Kadarius Tony? Again, he's running his mouth again. What did he say now? He said something along the lines of, like, do like, p- people make mistakes. Like, this guy, he made a mistake. Let's not all bash him. Like, let's just, let's just pray for the families affected. It's like... What are you doing, Kadarius? And that's the second time he's tweeted out of line, dude. Like, this has become a thing with him. He's, he he's, Odell, can... he's Odell 2.0. Yeah, except less talent. Yeah. He's not shut his mouth the whole season. But whatever Henry Ruggs gets in terms of, in terms of justice is going to be justice. Yeah. And I hope that his entire salary is going to that family. I agree. He shouldn't, he shouldn't sniff a penny. No. I don't know. I don't even know how much he was getting paid. Sorry. Yeah, you ruined someone. You know, you killed some innocent girl and her dog. It's like time for you to go rot, bro. Time for you to go rot. As he's facing up to 40 years in jail. I mean, it's says he was also he's also facing other felony charges too, not only just the um not only just the driving, the driving while drunk and killing somebody. Facing like a gun charge, like he had a gun charge just, too. That's right. Yeah, other things too. But after forty years in prison, thank goodness. It's just, it's just awful, dude. Like, why? Why do people do that shit? I don't get it. Stupidity. It's really stupidity. But I want to get like, since we talked about the Giants and stuff, like, get into the games here. The Kadarius Tony, like. Let me pull up the NFL schedule here. Um, how many games are how many games are there today? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen games today. The Giants are playing the Raiders, <laughs> the Henry Ruggs list, Las Raiders. Vegas Raiders at home at MetLife. Um, yeah, this game is this game is not gonna this is gonna be a loss. Another loss. Um, hey, Giants are two and six, man. There's really nothing that we can hang our hats on here. I think that with the whole Mike White stuff, 
with the Jets going on, like we're just, I think we've completely moved on from the Giants. I don't even know if if if, if Saquon Barkley's even playing. They they had a whole COVID breakout at camp, you know, but there was a bunch of there was a bunch of false positives. But I think that a lot of the people that were either exposed and were tested are good are they are good to go, except for Saquon Barkley. But the, 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 this is really just another game where we're probably going to see how many points this defense is going to give up. Because this is... Um, it's just another, like, miserable feeling coming in. I'll tell you what, I mean, Daniel Jones does need to show out for the rest of these games because I think the fans... and they, miserable they, again. Yeah, and, they, and, they use him as the scapegoat. And what's interesting is that the Raiders are only a uh, three-point uh, three favorite. So, like, hey, I guess you could say that. I mean, the Raiders are five and two, but they're not, like, a great five and two. No. And I think that's what's making people kind of be wary about them. They're still favored by three points. But I think, too, being being on the road at MetLife is not helping them as well. But – I'm. St- I still think that the Raiders are going to win the game some way, somehow, because I don't know what what answer the Giants are going to have. I really don't know. I want to see actually who's. Um, I want to see um, if you could tell me who who's who's active in this game. Um, let me see here. Because I want to – is Kenny Galladay going to play? Like, can he please play? No, this guy is – Here we go. Yep. So, uh, John Ross went through a pregame workout for the trainers. He is questionable. Kenny Galladay is expected to play. So, that's that's amazing news. He, he gets to earn his free agency money finally. Oh, but maybe but maybe he'll, he'll get hurt again. Who knows? <laughs> Damn, dude, this is this is just insane. Saquon's out again. Is he's out for his fourth straight game with that bad ankle sprain? It's just, it's not getting any easier here, man. It's not. If I'm the Giants, I wouldn't like once his contract is up, I wouldn't even consider resigning him. Why? There's no reason to. I agree. I I really do agree. I also think by that time. Gettleman will be gone. You've been There's watching the chance. for a while now. and I think Gettleman will be gone. I think Joe Judge could possibly be gone. I don't think he's the answer, Coach, to be honest, just watching this guy. He, he can't connect with the team at all. Well, here's what I think, too. It, Gettleman's definitely gone. And whoever the new GM is, he's going to choose whether Joe Judge survives or not. And I'll leave that up to him or her, you know? Like, let them choose. Because if they want to have, if 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 they want to have Joe Judge accompany them on this road to recovery, by all means, do it. If you're that confident that Joe Judge can do this, can if he can succeed here as a head coach, by all means, keep him. 
but it has to be from an outside voice, a new face as as the GM of, of, of this team. It can't be from some guy from some shill inside the Giants organization. It's got to be from somebody on the outside that they hire. That's all I'm saying. And then if you and then you make the decision on Judge, and then you make the decision on Jones. My personal opinion, I think that I think that Jones stays because I think that he's proven himself. I think he's bought himself another season. Don't know if he's worth a big contract. I really, I, to be honest, he'd have to really show out next season. But this is really trying times now because there's so much money. There, there's so much money on on the cap between players like Kenny Galladay, players like Nate Solder. I could actually look up the Giants cap situation. I want to see actually how much money um, cap space 2021. Hmm. Let's see here. So I have it pulled up here. So they've got so they have um, they have Leonard Williams for, for three and a half million dollars. Used to be on the Jets. <laughs> yep. I mean, did I say Kenny? I'd say their their biggest cap hit is Leonard. James James Bradbury is ten million dollar cap hit. I'm going by I'm going by 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 the um, cap hit. Um, Saquon ten million. Nate Solder nine and a half for a guy that's useless, a useless player. And everybody else is pretty much. Um, everybody else is pretty like normal. Nothing too big, you know. Kyle Rudolph is four point seven million. Sterling Shepard's five. Evan Ingram six. But that it's it's still there. It's still a good amount of money. A Dory Jackson. Six point one million, and, and he's a pretty good corner. But is he really like making the difference? No, absolutely not. It's a lot. It's a pretty. It's a. It's a lot. <laughs> now on injured reserve. That's a different story, dude. Blake Martinez doing a six point seven million dollar cap hit. Jabril Peppers is um, 6.7 as well. And Andrew, uh, and, um, Andrew Thomas is a $7.3 million cap hit. It's crazy. But they have a, they have, they have a good amount of money on, on their books. That's why I'm hoping after this season, we really start to consider whether maybe they should just tear it all down. Should they? It, it's possible. I think, I don't know, the Jets may too. I think they're both going to be rebuilding again and again and tearing everything to pieces. I don't know. I don't think the, the I don't, and I'll, and let's move on to, to the um, Jets. Um, I, I just don't think that they should tear it down. I, I, I really don't. But so the Jets played on Thursday night against the Colts. Horrible. The worst, the worst, the worst defensive performance I've ever seen in, in, in my lifetime. Just 
and I saw that game that, that the Giants played against New Orleans a couple, all the, a couple of years back. That was, that was a bad defense performance too, but this one was pretty bad as well. Yeah. Just horrible. Even you texted it to me. You said horrible, just absolutely horrible. And it's the same thing every week. You know, it, the, the one week they'll have one great week and then the, the rest, it's just terrible football. And it's the typical Jets. They get your hopes up for one week. Mike White gets injured and his second second drive of the game with the wrist forearm injury. And you know what, man? I'm ready to say it right now. Wilson does not look ready. And you have to call it like it is because you know why? Josh Johnson came in and just ran this offense like Wilson hasn't done yet. And Mike White was doing that. And the offense just runs completely different under Mike White. So if I'm going into this game and Mike White can play against the Buffalo Bills next week, Mike White is a starter for this team. Josh Johnson threw for 317 yards, three touchdown passes, and one interception. I mean, it was in garbage time. The Colts dialed back a lot. They did. But that's still pretty good. And Mike White, he played in what? Just, just one series? He two went series. Seven for Two series, seven for 11, 95 yards and, and one touchdown. Pretty good. Pretty good. I'd but start him. It, it, it's basically he is the quarterback until things go wrong. That's how you got to look at it. Yeah, you ain't kidding. You are not kidding. It's his job um, to lose pretty much. And Jonathan Taylor running all over this, this 190 weekend. total yards, 172 on the ground, dude. And he averaged 9.1 yards for every rush with two touchdowns. Like what? Really? What, what happened to the great coach? Coach the great Sala. Robert Sala. What happened? This is our coach. You go on Instagram and you see this is our coach and Woody Johnson giving him the game ball when they beat Tennessee. I think you were right. You you were skeptical of this guy since day one. And are they really lacking on on defensive personnel right now? I mean, I know that, that they lost Marcus May. To, yes, to a they, are, they are lacking because they don't have Lawson. They don't have any corners. They, they don't have any safeties right now. Mosley's Come on, man. Either we, here have or the there. Great, we have the great John Franklin Myers who decides not to play anymore because he got paid. I yeah. love I, I love when that happens. Yeah, just think he hasn't had a sack since. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, I got paid? Oh, yeah, he was crying at the press conference. Yeah. Like, More well, like tears of joy. Your... I got paid. I'm not going to play now. I got tears of pain when, uh, when I see you go on, step on the field, and you let these receivers blow by you. Like, or no, like uh, you let quarterbacks blow by you, man. You don't even, you don't even touch them. And running backs, too. Joke? Running backs, like, it, oh, my goodness. In fact, doesn't this like make you miss the Rex Ryan days? All the Rex Ryan defenses were unreal. Unreal. Held big time offenses down, dude. Team went to Foxborough and took down a pretty damn good Patriot team in the AFC divisional round back in 2010. Amazing, amazing performance by that defense. And it gave Mark Sanchez the time to you know do what he does yeah the defense basically basically polished the shine 
of Mark Sanchez. They made Sanchez look great, and that does yeah. happen. That can happen. Defenses, defenses can help polish the shine of any quarterback, and Mark Sanchez was a benefactor of that. Zach Wilson has not. Nope. And the Jets on Thursday night were not given a chance at all. Now losing Mike White after two series with the yeah, I said the game was over. Then I said the game is over. I, I was just yeah, that Jets point. aren't allowed to have nice things. They just aren't. And what sucks too about that, and I told you this, was that this was the opportunity for Mike White to have another full game where we could see whether whether that game against the Bengals wasn't a fluke. Now those first two series were pretty damn good, but how would he have been the rest of the game? Like we'll never know. And that gives Zach Wilson, well, that gave Zach Wilson more time to recover. So while he's recovering and he's well on his way to getting cleared, Mike White only really has one full game of action. And I think, like I said, White should be the starting quarterback until further notice. Until if Mike White starts going out there, throwing interceptions, making all these mistakes, then it's going to be Wilson again. But in my opinion, I think Wilson should sit for the rest of the season because it just doesn't look like he's that ready yet. He just doesn't. He doesn't. I, 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 I could, could not agree more. Um, and plus, this is – now, here's my thing. I do think that Wilson is the future of, of this franchise. I do too. It's just – I don't know. How do you introduce Wilson – back into the offense without fans getting all pissed off? That's a good question. How do you do it? Because you could put him out there against Buffalo, which I doubt they'll do. But let's say Wilson's cleared against Buffalo and he goes out there and he throws like a pick in his first series. Fans are going to be Mike White chance. Fans will be leaving the stadium while chanting Mike White. And then you've completely destroyed the confidence of your number two overall pick, which is such a jet thing to do. Like that's a real jet thing to do. But it's, it's really the, 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 this, these are fun times. If you like Mike white, but to be honest, I I don't find them fun at all. Uh, I don't find them fun at all. Like I don't either. Because you're creating a quarterback problem because someone's got to be out. And I don't, and I think fans are setting themselves up for, for, for real disappointment because I don't think that the organization is going to drop the ball on, on Zach Wilson in his first season after picking him number two. Yeah. The guy is an investment. When you make an investment like that, you are riding him. You are riding him through. When the Browns drafted Baker Mayfield, yeah, sure, they had Tyrod Taylor play that that first season. And then, of course, Baker Mayfield debuts against the Jets and then helps them win the game. But, like, they built an investment in him. Now, the Jets didn't have – now, the Jets didn't have a a, um, a, um, Tyrod Taylor to take the reins and to sort of bridge the gap between – between himself and Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson was thrown out there in week one. 
but the Browns made that investment in Baker. Even the struggles that the Browns are having this season, they are still riding him through. They are still going. I think it's because people look at Arizona and they think about Josh Rosen, how Josh Rosen was picked. I forget, was he top 10? Yeah, I, he for was. Arizona? I think he so. He was top 10. And they figured, oh, this is their guy. And then they got rid of him like the or next maybe year. He wasn't. Then, maybe he was drafted later. Let, let's double check on that. Yeah, he, 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 was, that. he was a top quarterback out of that draft class, and he just flopped. Yeah, UCLA product, Josh Rosen. People were hyped. People thought Rosen was going to be like – Yeah, he was 10th. Like, That's right. People thought 10th. Rosen was going to be the big stud from, from that quarterback class. Turned out he was the, the runt. The worst one. Right there with his buddy Sam. Let's not forget about him. Who's dealing with who's dealing with a shoulder issue, may yeah. I add. I don't know if he's even playing today. Um, yeah, and Rosen was dumped. And then they used the number one pick to get take Kyler Murray. And now Kyler Murray has excel has excelled with Arizona. Team is riding high. I think no, they lost, right? Arizona? Yeah, yeah they, they lost they last lost, week. They, they, the they lost to the to, to the Packers. So they're, they're riding high. Great team. I think that other teams look at what other teams are doing and they say, why can't we be that? Why can't we be that? Who says that we have to keep Zach Wilson? There's no law that says that, that you have to keep your quarterback if he's pick number two, no matter what. Because if we find something better, he will play. Yeah. That's what they're trying to say. Yep. Because Josh Rosen was picked in in the in the top 10. But the but the Cardinals were horrible the next year. They got the number 1 pick. They saw Kyler Murray and they pounced. And look and look at the and look at the impact that that, that it's made. Now of course the card the Cardinals have all world receivers around him. DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins, AJ Green, and Larry Fitzgerald, like, um, like an amazing roster. Oh, and they also traded for they traded for Zach Ertz. Yeah, something that the great the great Joe Douglas should have done. I just think that Jet fans, uh, Jet fans, they 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 they've always scoured for crumbs, man. And I want to ask you: Does this feel like um, uh, Linsanity? With Mike White, yes, I did compare yeah. that to someone I was talking to this week. I did, I compared it Linsanity. to Linsanity. Because, it feels that way because Jeremy Lin, man, when he Jeremy Lin helped them help the Knicks win like a good amount of games, he did, but but then of course he fizzled out. Yeah, we knew that he was just hype and well, also, also Carmelo had no interest in playing with him. No, he didn't, and but Carmelo typical. was just. Typical Carmelo, like, like I have zero. a, I, I I love and hate Melo at the same time because he just wasn't a team player, he just wasn't. He wasn't. You're right. One of the most strict ISO ball, ISO ball players in in the entire league. He needed at that to time. be the guy, and he couldn't like play with other people, and it just that's what ruined that team. In and my that opinion. ruined Linsanity. Yeah. Now I think the one thing that's going to ruin the Mike White, like the Mike White fab, Mike White mania, is going to be 
Zach Wilson. It's going to be Zach Wilson coming back. I'm telling I, you right I, now, man. If if because if Jeff fans this, are so through with everything right now, if Mike White's the guy, forget Wilson. Sorry, like, yeah, I feel dumb because I bought a freaking Zach Wilson jersey. But how much I'll, was it? 120. But $20. What a waste. I should have learned from my last lesson of buying a Le'Veon Bell, but I will say this. I'll never buy a current player jet jersey again. It's not happening. And I said that the last time, but this time I really mean it. You bought a Le'Veon Bell jersey? Yeah. I thought this guy was going to come in here. No. I don't don't even wear it. Yeah, I don't even wear it. The the Wilson, I haven't worn it once yet because he's been injured and just – I I don't know. But if, if Mike White is the guy, though? I'm starting white. It just is what it is. And if and if white performs well the rest of the season, he's the starter going in the next year, unless he they battle it out in camp and Wilson proves otherwise. But until further notice, as of now, Mike White's the starter for this team. It just is what it is. Mm-hmm. Couldn't agree more, dude. But like, well, actually, who am I saying I couldn't agree? I'm the one that's saying that Zach Wilson is the is is the investment. But maybe Wilson is. Wilson is learning stuff. Maybe he's looking and seeing, oh, wow, Mike White, he's just doing dump offs and he's being very, you know, he's being very safe with the wall. Like he's not chucking the ball downfield. Maybe I should take that lesson and use it. Because like, hey, I was at that Bengal game. There was nothing downfield. No, and that, that all- is, but that is a red flag though. Because I want to know that this guy can throw downfield. That that's the only red flag about I have about Mike is, White. I think he can, but um, uh, Mike Lafleur is probably not putting it. In, is not want, doesn't want him to do it. But yeah, it was all dump offs and slants, and giving the ball to Michael Carter, who was really becoming a player for this team. Yeah, but we've seen this before with Jet running backs over the John years. John Green, Chris Ivory, we can go on and on. Thomas Jones. Yeah. Um, how you could even say LT when uh with Danian Tomlinson. Uh, when they signed with Danian Tomlinson. Didn't even another guy too. Well, yo, what, dude? You could even say Frank Gore. they always have success with running backs who who ruined our chances of getting trevor lawrence yep pretty good frank gore though the jets always just find these running backs even the michael p ryan i don't know what the hell happened to him yeah i know where's he he was doing some good last year as well can never get a quarterback, can never get a receiver, tight end, or offensive line. It's impossible. But the great Elijah Moore on Thursday, 84 yards receiving, 12 yards twelve yards a catch with two touchdowns. Watch out for Elijah Moore, dude. He may be the next he, he may be the next Odell. He could be. So, oh, boy. But. Is there anything else you wanted to discuss, or should we call it a? Uh, I think that's that's pretty much it, man. Uh, what are your predictions for, like, as score wise for this giant game today? For the giant game, well, I'm telling. Well, the Raiders are are three point favorites, so they're not really banking on much for from from the Raiders. Um, I don't know how the Giants are scoring. I mean, we'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll Galladay's back. I guess maybe it, maybe it could be like a 
24-20 sort of game with the Raiders winning. So I'm guessing that you should take the Raiders yeah. giving the – you should take the Raiders giving the three points. Yeah. Um, I'll say like 24-20, 24-21, something like that. So, hey, they'll take it. Yeah. You know what? Giants are bad. Probably go two and seven. And the and the tradition chugs along. The Jets, I mean, uh, who's left on who's left on the Jets schedule here? At the Bills, we got the Jaguars, the Dolphins. It's actually pretty easy. The Eagles. Bills. Oh no, not I'd the say. Eagles. I don't know why I said the Eagles. Wait, no, yeah, we do. We do have the Eagles. That's weird. Yeah. We play the Eagles this year, but we don't play yeah, the Giants we- and the Cowboys. Yeah, that's weird. Got Bills at the Dolphins. No, Bills. Bills come here. Dolphins come here. At Houston, Eagles come here December 5th. The Saints come here December 12th. And then they go to to the Dolphins. The day after Christmas, um, the Jaguars come to play the Jets. January 2nd, the day after New Year's Day, the Buccaneers, Tom Brady comes to MetLife. Ugh. And then the last game of the season, week <laughs> week week 18. Um Jets and Bills in, in Buffalo. So the really the only toughest games on here are the two are the two Bills games, the, the Saints game and the Buccaneers game. I mean, the Eagles game will be tough as well, I guess. Yeah. But the Dolphins and the Jaguars and the Texans, that should be easy. Like you could easily win three out of the four of those games you really could you could and if mike white's playing who knows but zach wilson could be playing i think zach wilson i think i don't think wilson will play against the bills i think wilson will be coming back against against the dolphins on the 21st of november and that's just the way it's gonna be but let me give my socials here man um so my Instagram is at T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6. Once again, at T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Real Max, T-H-E-R-E-E-L-M-A-X. Again, T-H-E-R-E-E-L-M-A-X. You can follow me on TikTok at the Real Max as well, T-H-E-R-E-E-L-M-A-X. You can check out all of our previous episodes on this YouTube channel right here, which we're live streaming off of right now, Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max. Make sure you subscribe. You can check us out on the websites, maxrcoglan.com, M-A-X-R-C-O-U-G-H-L-A-N.com, and maxcoglan.com, M-A-X-C-O-U-G-H-L-A-N.com. We're available on all podcasting platforms, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean. We are there if you listen to any podcasting platforms. Tony and Mad Max, we are live every weekend either Sundays or Saturdays, whatever is available for us. And, you know, we, we, we never miss a show, but we are here. And we, we hope that, the, you know, the New York teams can finally get out of this curse here and win some games. And But it's going to take some time. But, Tony, is there anything else to say the closing words here as you usually do? Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, be safe out there. Wear a mask if needed. Please get vaccinated. If you are doubly vaccinated, it's it's probably your time to get a to get a COVID booster, and it's winter time. It's best time to do it. Thank you guys for tuning in. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. So long. So long.